Our first story will be of how Joyce and Marty met, and how Haas enriched and enlivened their journeys. This is a story of two Peruvian women who took a chance on a life far from home, in order to discover themselves, their world, and the power of connectedness. We knew each other as kids, but we re-met at our job. At the time, we were both in relationships, but we became instant friends. We even double-dated. We wanted to hang out together all the time, at work, during the weekends, but a year later we realized that what we felt was much more than just friendship. It was very hard at first. The lesbian community in Lima is super, super small, and most of them felt that we hadn't been fair to our previous girlfriends, so we became castaways in a way. We had our straight friends and our families, and that was amazing, but still we felt like we could only be ourselves in the relationship when we were alone. That, in a way, pushed us closer together. Um, either we were going to implode quickly or become inseparable. And to reinforce the lesbian stereotype, we moved in together just after four months. And it felt amazing. We had our own secret hideaway. We went to work together, had lunch together, studied for GMA together, essays, everything. Um, people told us that we should not be spending that much time together because we were going to get tired of each other. And those comments only made us realize that what we had was not like what everyone else did. Um, we had something special. Fast forward a year and a half, and Joyce and Marty find themselves on Piedmont Avenue at the pearly gates of Haas. They're both nervous and excited, expecting an adventure, but little did they know how instrumental Haas would be in shaping their relationship. Yeah, at Haas we definitely wanted to be out from the start, but we wanted to be cautious. Even though it seemed like a very open community, we did not want to alienate people from the start. And now that I think about it, it sounds so silly, but it was something new for us. So early on, we realized that it was impossible and it really didn't matter. Um, so for example, I met someone and, and it was like, hi, I'm Joyce from Peru. 
And this person was like, hi, Joyce, I just met Mate. She's also from Peru. Do you know her? So, yeah, evidently we actually came out to people during our first interaction and it felt great. For me, the most surprising thing was that no one was surprised. It was okay. It was normal, regular. So at that point we were like, yes, we chose well. But those first weeks were hard, getting used to the rhythm of the MBA. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Foley was hard. Setting up the house and, oh, Ikea. Ikea. During our first weekend in the apartment, we went to Ikea three times. Every day we were there and every afternoon we were trying and failing to put together stuff. Um, that is one lesbian stereotype that we do not follow. We fought a lot during that weekend. Um, and I was all over the place. I even lost my passport. I left it at the PG&E office and he stayed there for a week until I realized that I lost it. Um, but when the storm settled, we sat in our IKEA couches feeling so proud of ourselves and so close, we were growing up. And that sense of growing up as a couple became stronger. We were not those forever friends that lived together back in Lima, who only felt safe in their house and had to explain to everyone why they spent so much time together. We were a legitimate couple that built their own furniture, that opened bank accounts, and could openly say to anyone, that is my partner. And that feeling of being a real couple um, became stronger when we became domestic partners. Uh, we did that in order to live in the village. And back home, we had been fighting to get laws to give same-sex couples the same rights. And here it was so easy and natural. The first time that we returned to the US after the domestic partnership, we went to immigration officer together and he asked if we were re related. And uh, I told him that we were partners and he asked what type of partners. And I almost screamed with pride, domestic. And it felt great. Now post at the end of an era, Joyce and Marty reflect, reflect back fondly on their two years at Haas. Two years that really transformed the relationship through thick and thin and they have a lot to look forward to in the future. So we spent the summer apart. Um, for the internship, I went to Seattle and Joy stayed in the Bay Area, and we saw each other only during the weekends. Um, and I miss her so much. I did not feel complete without her. I realized that I wanted to propose, and I wanted her to be my wife, and I wanted to be hers. But the problem was that we spent every day together, so a challenge became buying the ring. Yeah. Also, I am in charge of the house finances, so by the end of every month, I look at our credit card transactions. So, yeah, if I saw that expense, I would have been very suspicious. So basically, I had to make up a weird meeting in the middle of the day, very, sus very suspicious, um, and then propose three days later. The longer it took me, the more likely Joyce was going to figure it out. Um, so we went away for the weekend. I proposed. She, she said yes. And we immediately told our closest friends and our family, but we were not sure about sharing the sharing it with everyone on Facebook, because even though basically everyone knew, it was in a way putting it out there, and we didn't want to taint that moment with like negative comments or gossip. Um, in the end, we decided to post a picture, and we're amazed by the amount of support it got. Yeah, it got so many likes which was awesome but besides that my mom even shared the picture on her facebook account and told me that she did it because she wanted her friends to know that she knows and that she's happy about it 
so yeah, she's the best, and and it was it was a great feeling. And this was not only about the validation of us as a couple anymore, but it was also um, its celebration by the people that we cared about. Has definitely had a big impact in our relationship and in ourselves. Um, even if we end up going back home after the MBA, uh, we're now much more empowered, and I feel like we will fight harder for our rights and our happiness. Now perched at the end of an era, Joyce and Marty reflect back fondly on their time at Haas. Their two years that transformed their relationship, making it vibrant and strong through both thick and thin. And they have a lot to look forward to in the future. Okay, before my MBA study, actually Joanna and I were working in the same team in Johnson Johnson, China. But we didn't have many interactions because we were based in different cities. And there was one day um, we were having an annual gala show in Ningbo City, a coastal city in China. And Joanna was dancing and singing on the stage. She was super, super attractive. That's why I want to approach her. So Tianyi actually approached me in a very aggressive way after the performance. He basically invited me to sit down over a negotiation table because I was having a lot of concerns. Um, first of all, we were based in different cities. How are you, how are you going to handle the long distance? And secondly, we're still in the same team, even though we're not directly report to each other. To, to, I was not direct report to him, but it was still working on the same project, same clients. So he kind of writed down my concerns and proposed his solutions one by one in a very aggressive way. And he was the sales king in our company. He got every deal with the clients. So... At the end of the day, I was pushed back again and again, and I had nothing to say, but yes. I think I did a good job in negotiating with Joanna for the dating offer. And there are two things that, you know, that are quite challenging. The first one was the peer pressure. Because we were working in the same team, it was a large team, in the sales team of J&J. In the first half of the year we were dating, actually we were playing it under the table because we couldn't disclose the relationship. There may be some interest conflicts. Another thing is we, we had long distance uh, issue. So she was in Beijing, I was in Guangzhou. Guangzhou was in the very south part of China. 
but I kept my promise to see her every weekend. So looking back, within that year, I bought 52 air tickets, which means 26 round trips from Guangzhou to Beijing. It was pretty exhausting. So it was like every Friday night, I took the last flight from Guangzhou to Beijing. And then on Sunday night, I took the last flight from Be going from Beijing to Guangzhou. I was trying my best so to accompany Joanna to stay with her as long as I can. So he convinced my heart by keeping his promise. It was really uneasy for him to do this every week. So approaching to his first birthday on April, that was when we, we've dated for four months, I decided to give him a very special gift. Um, that was a song that I wrote myself. I wrote the lyrics and I wrote the rhythms and I recorded in a very nice looking CDs. I even designed the cover myself and I just gave it to him. So actually before getting married, we talked about um, our plans. So Tini told me about his plan of getting an MBA after, after um, our marriage. Um, it was not an easy decision for me because we were newlywed. Um, after spending long distance relationship for one year, and then we will have to take another long-term distance um, relationship for at least half a year. But I knew that this was a very important decision for him, for his career. So the whole family was supportive of him and I was super supportive. Um, and as a family, we need to, like we have our same goal in the future, in the long term, and we want to move forward together. Um, so, so Tianyi got into Haas successfully, and we were so proud of him. It was challenging because we had 15 hours jet lag. Uh, I mean, the time difference. So Beijing time is like 15 hours ahead of um, Berkeley time. So. Every morning on my way to school, I talk to my wife. And then after I finish my school, uh, at, in the evening, when Joanna was on her way to the company to start her work, we talked again. So all in all, we had one hour time to do the conversation each day. Yeah, it was a bittersweet memory. Um, sometimes we had small little fractions because we were experiencing different things. I was super busy with application and my work. I didn't quit at, at that time. And he was experiencing some really life-changing experience, sometimes exciting and sometimes exhausting. And I had no idea what was going on. So we had some time that we need to really take time to communicate and to understand each other and to tolerate each other and it was also very in inspiring that he shared the story the story at Haas things 
that he gone he's gone through and the people that he met it was very encouraging to me um so in october i actually spent two weeks visiting him and staying at has um embrace this community and i felt deeply in love with this community and it made me more determined that i want to come to this school And now there's a good news that we could share with everyone. That is, we are expecting another Hazi member in our family. So now we're a double bear. We will turn into triple bear family in next January. We're super excited. Well, we have to admit that having and raising a baby in the States is very challenging especially both my wife and I are studying here. But we still picked up them this time for two reasons. The first one is after graduation, I'm more likely to do an entrepreneurial job, which means I will be super busy. So I think this time may be, a, may be better compared to other timings. The second reason is somehow related to Chinese superstition. Um, there are 12 zodiacs, each represent um, one year in China. So, for example, this year is the year of monkey. And we want to have a monkey baby because superstitiously it would do good to me and Tianyi's zodiacs and do good to the whole family. That's why it's the good timing. episode of Humans at Haas. Joyce and Mate and Tiani and Joanna have shared their personal stories with us. Yet there are only two examples of a rainbow of pairings at Haas. It's a special place out here. Who knows who you'll bump into the next time you walk into FIFO's? Your best friend? Your soulmate? Or absolutely anyone in between? Thank you for listening to the third edition of Humans at Haas. We would like to thank our contributing voices for sharing their stories. Joyce, Marte, Tiani, and Joanna. And behind the scenes on recording, editing, and coaching, we have Matan, Hadi, Rachel, and Zara. Let me know.